Yeah, we need a. Yeah, you like the you like the the digs we got. Yeah, it's for sound dampening purposes. Mm. Listen to listen to that room. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> nice and dry. <laughs> Please listen carefully. Hey, this is Jeremy Griswold, and I'm Drew Colson, and you are listening to You'll Never Guess stories about normal days that have turned into you'll never guess what happened kind of days. And on today's show, Woody. Uh, here's your court date. You're going to have to show up to court and explain to a judge what you have done. Jeremy Woodring, or as we affectionately call him, Woody, is known for having some pretty crazy stories. This story in particular is about a pigeon. Yeah, it was a normal day. I love disc golf. Uh, (laughs) I like playing disc golf at Iroquois Park. Uh, a friend of mine and I were, yeah, it was just a regular Saturday. We had gone there um, we like we did every other weekend to play disc golf. And, um, yeah, so that's that's my setup. Uh, <laughs> I love playing disc golf, and I was there at Iroquois Park one day. What weight, weight frisbee do you drive with? <clears throat> um, it's uh, 175. I I just know that that's a question you ask. I have no idea what. <laughs> I have no idea there were different weights in. It's like disc golf. It's like I mean, yeah, I get that it's, yeah. There's yeah. special discs that like yeah. ha- the the curvature of the disc and the edge determine mm. like whether it's good for long distance or for short. Because like when you're playing disc golf, if you have uh, a sharp edge and you're like a quote unquote, I'm air quoting around the microphone, <laughs> quote unquote, putting. Yeah. The sharp edge can hit a root and then cause it to like bounce way far away and roll away. Mm. Uh, so the, the the putters they have like a rounded edge so that when it hits a root, it kind of uh, bounces off of it. Uh, or then, depending on like the way that it's designed, the airflow over the disc will determine every disc ha- follows like an S shape. And depending on the design of the disc, that determines like what what that S exactly looks like. So uh, disc golf's uh it's more complicated than deep. just throwing a plate at a basket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so I mean and there's varying levels of like uh involvement if you will sure. in uh in disc golf like me i had like eight or nine discs and that's that's low my buddy had like carried around to every single hole a duffel bag with like 40 discs in in it and he knew what each one did and could you know perfectly place it where it needed to be that's insane yeah um but me like again like you guys know me uh, i just kind of threw it real hard Mm, mm. so there wasn't a whole lot of like uh there wasn't a whole lot of like uh intentionality it was more just like i'm gonna like hulk mode this down the down the green right um so yeah there's a brief understanding of uh disc golf and discs and how it works but yeah <laughs> i've feel, been to uh, better yeah 
good. Uh, so yeah, that's the that's the setup. Um, the weight of the the disc in question uh, <laughs> was 175 grams. I believe it's grams. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think so. 175 grams uh, of killing plastic mm. is what they call it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, we were there. Um, it was probably it's probably eight to ten years ago now, um, and we had played every hole just like we had before. We were on the seventeenth hole, and uh, there was a there was a pigeon sitting on top of the basket. Uh, which is the thing yeah. that you throw the right. frisbee into. Yeah, so you throw the you, yeah, you throw the disc at the basket cuz like it's not like golf where you're aiming at a hole in the yeah, ground. It's got like chains and stuff in yeah. it to catch the disc. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so um we were to the point where we were putting and we saw this so at this point we're aiming at the basket. Mm. And initially our goal was not to harm the pigeon in any way. Mm. Um, but it was just sitting there. It was just perched on top of the basket looking at us like, <laughs> like come at me, bro, kind of like situation. And so we kind of like gently lobbed some discs in, in its direction. Yeah. Because this isn't like you're playing in parks. So there's like wild animals, you know, there's squirrels that show up on, onto baskets and pigeons have showed up on baskets before. It's like a common thing, but they're all like super skittish. So when you throw something in the general direction of any wild animal, they fly away or they scurry away, you know, like whatever. But this, he just, just kept staring at us with his (laughs) stupid bird face, (laughs) just like blinking every once in a while. Like what? (laughs) We kind of, you know, like, uh, so he was taunting me. Um, so the discs started going from, uh, polite and like asking, Hey, can you please get off the basket to look like we're getting more aggressive. Things are getting much closer to you. Like your life is in your hands at this point. Um, and so at this point we're both throwing discs at it, um, and I decide I'm tired. I've at this point almost emptied the ba- my bag at this bird. So uh, this is we're done with this now. I'm I'm mad. So I take the disc in my hand in like a tomahawk sort of throw. Mm. So you know it's not the standard yeah. disc throw. This was like. There was intentionality with this. Like, yeah. I wanted to kill this it's thing. premeditated. Yeah. Uh, so, chuck the disc at the bird, hit it, like, right, right in the neck area, and um, the bird falls on the ground and starts, like, wriggling around, like, oh, no. flapping a little bit, like, but very, like, sporadic, like... Something was wrong, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> there, was a, there were medical issues going on. Um, and then it stopped. And um, my buddy and I were just kind of like frozen there. 
uh, you know, like, what do we do? Uh, and then, you know, after a little bit, you know, the, the shock wears off and we just, you know, we play through because that's what you do. It's golf. So as we're, you know, we toss the discs into the basket on the 17th hole, we're heading to the 18th hole, uh, and we, we hear somebody like screaming like, Hey, Hey, stop. Oh no. And, uh, we look back and this guy is aggressively walking toward us (laughs) in his, in his, yeah. In his cargo shorts and uh, sunglasses, <laughs> and uh, so we're like, okay, well, I guess we'll we'll see what his deal is. Uh, well, he gets up to us and he's like, "Hey, I saw what you did," and you know, I'm like, "What? It, it's a it's a flying rat. Like, <laughs> wh- this isn't a bald eagle, <laughs> you know." So like, I'm just wondering why he has a problem with this. Well. <clears throat> Turns out, this guy was an off-duty police officer, and he uh, apparently was a lover of pigeons. I don't know, but he was really mad for some reason, and he was like, I saw what you did. You guys killed that pigeon, and now I am going to give you guys both a ticket. And we're like, uh, okay? Well, uh, what? You know, like, what is the charge? So the charge was misdemeanor cruelty to animals. Oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah, like I like I had a cat, like, <laughs> waving it around in my head, like, bashing it on a curb. That's cruelty come to animals. On. This is a bird, a, a pigeon at that, like, whatever. So he takes us over to his cop car, um, and he uh, he asks us, you know, like, are you, do you have any weapons on you? You know, like the standard thing. Like, you, do you have anything that's gonna? Because he like patted us down. You have anything sharp that's gonna that's gonna stick me if you know as I'm doing this pat down, or do you have any weapons on you? And it's like, bro, I, I'm wearing basketball shorts and <laughs> and, a, and a white t shirt. Like, where am I gonna put a weapon? Um, but anyway, so whatever. He gives us the ticket, and we're both just surprised at this point and he's like uh here's your court date you're gonna have to show up to court and explain to a judge what you have done and we're (laughs) both game on (laughs) yeah we're both looking at each other like what is happening this is not how we saw the end of this game going (laughs) to say the least So um, we both made made arrangements because you know it's court, so it's during the day. Right. So I had to ask off work. Right. Um, I had to tell him, yeah, I got to go to court. <laughs> I got a cruelty to animals charge that I'm trying to get rid of. Um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, so we show up at court, um, and I mean, I don't know that. 
any either of you guys have been to anything in court like other than traffic violations um but when it's for something serious like a misdemeanor you have to uh you have to talk to the prosecutor before you go before the judge so you know as luck would have it uh we got the most i would say liberal a prosecutor that has ever existed in the whole world. So we're telling him this story and he's just got this like confused look on his face. I thought it was uh confusion. Like, why are you here? Yeah. Why, why would he have done this? Yeah. Um, but no, he, uh, whenever we get done telling him this, he was, he was like, well, that's just the, mo- that's the sickest thing I've ever heard. Oh, God. And I'm, I'm like, what? Really? That? I, I mean, you just get the newspaper. There's probably way more sick things than this going on. Um, Did you just start? Yeah. Uh, so he was. He ended up telling us like, or saying that, you know, this is where serial killers get their start, oh. is by, uh, by murdering animals mm. like willy nilly, essentially. Uh, and I was like, well, that's kind of a stretch. I don't think I'm a serial killer, and this is the first time that I've killed an animal. Yeah. But he was like, uh, so if you go before the judge, my recommendation is that you're going to get the full penalty of a, a misdemeanor. Uh, he was like, so what I recommend to you is uh, we're going to file not guilty. Uh, you're going to get a lawyer to represent the both of you, and you're going to come back on this date. So they're like, Awesome. That's that's fantastic. So I got to go back and I got to tell my boss, hey, we're not done yet with right. this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, and I've got to hire a lawyer to represent us. <clears throat> so uh, we each pay uh, $300 to hire this lawyer for like 15 minutes of work. Right. Um, and we meet him the day of court right outside the courtroom. And he's like, okay, well – uh, Mr. Woodring, and he extends his hand to my friend. I'm like, no, I'm Mr. Woodring. He's Mr. Pryor. Like, he does not know us at all. Yeah. Uh, and so he's like, I, I think, I think this should be fine. We should be able to get, you know, get you guys off of this charge, um, you know, because apparently, like, he's looking through the law books, the the annals of like Kentucky. I don't know uh, some law history and uh there is precedent that uh that pigeons are not considered animals when talking about cruelty to animals that they are considered a a pest species like a like a rat like a rat yeah cockroach yeah Yeah. so any any sort of animal like that that you could call pest control and they would come and kill because they're a nuisance um so he he said, yeah, I mean, pigeons aren't animals when when it's when it comes to this stuff, they're they're considered pests, so this should be fine. So we go before the judge and he uh we have a lawyer. Uh he says, "Hey, you know, blah 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 this because of this precedent, you know, I don't know, like 
Pigeon versus Kentucky <laughs> from 1978. I don't know. Like, I don't know what the, what he cited, but whatever he cited, the judge was like, just paused for a second, and he was like, what? And the, the lawyer was like, yeah, this police officer gave them this ticket. They were playing golf, and they killed a pigeon. And he was like, are you kidding me? And the police officer is standing right there. So at this point, now I'm like, retribution. Right, you yeah, know, like, I, finally somebody is looking at me and saying, this is the most ridiculous thing. You've wasted all of our time. So, And that's exactly what he said. And $600. Yeah, that's exactly what he said to the police officer. He was like, this is the biggest waste of time. Uh, you know, because we're both sitting here, like, and to the left and to the right of us, it's like, robbery of over ten thousand dollars or you know drug trafficking right. like like <laughs> P- se- pigeon killers yeah, serious <laughs> offenses and then we're just like we've never done anything wrong except for kill this pigeon this one time right so <clears throat> yeah uh so he uh the judge tells the officer the total waste of time and then he looks at us he's like i am absolutely throwing this out but it will still be on your record as uh, as like a so it doesn't show like a conviction. Obviously, right. it shows you were charged with this and it was thrown out. Right. But still, you were charged with this. Right. He said so. Um, most people aren't going to worry about that. If you want to get it expunged from your record, you can pay five hundred dollars and get it expunged from your record. And I was like, ah, I think I'm going to roll the dice on this one. <laughs> I'm already out 300. Yeah. Like, yeah. So this pigeon has cost me enough money. I think I'm just going to, yeah, like I said, roll the dice on that. So the the problem, though, is that ever since then, every time that I have applied for yep. a job. Yep. I knew that was coming. Yeah. I have, I've had to be like, so. I don't know if this is going to show up on your background <laughs> check or not. Let me just get in front of this one. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you what happened. And I always have to explain it to them. And then they're like, seriously? And like, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was a crappy day. Uh, what can I say? Like, it sucks that I have to have this conversation with you, but I didn't want you to look at my background check and be like, cruelty, man. Who is this guy? You know, so this guy beats cows. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah, that there's that story. So I I just I don't know. Uh, What about that prosecutor? Like, does he like? He wasn't there the second day. I feel like he just trolled you then. Oh yeah, for sure. He's like, I just want to see these guys spend six hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he wasn't even he wasn't even there the second day. No, they're like total troll. They're. They're like exchangeable, right? So you are a prosecutor and you have hours that you spend in the courtroom prosecuting cases. Um, And so it was just another person's day. So there's no follow up in any way with any of that stuff. The cop was there both court appearances because he wanted me to go to jail, I guess, right. for this offense or be executed. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how serious he was, but he was serious enough to take time out of his day twice to come watch me burn uh, in his mind. Uh, but I showed him. 
there any life lessons that you would like to uh, share with the listening audience? <laughs> I like the caveat with the listening audience. <laughs> yeah, that's all seven of them. <laughs> um, my life lesson is that if you're gonna kill a pigeon, look around for a little bit to see if there's anybody <laughs> watching you. That's the life lesson. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show. If you would, take a moment to go to iTunes and rate the podcast. This makes the podcast more available to listeners like you. We'd like to take a minute and thank Javier Suarez, a.k.a. Jazar, for the music that you've heard on this podcast. You can check him out on betterwithmusic.com. This podcast is produced by us, Jeremy and Drew. Check out bigbearmedia.org for more information. We'll see you next time. That's awful. That's the worst. That honestly, that makes me kind of like frustrated and mad because mm. your tax dollars are going to somebody to that cop. Who's... Like, yeah. like, I mean, my, my dad was in law enforcement his whole life. I was in law enforcement briefly. Like, oh man, my tax dollars went to this dude, and then went to like state prosecution, right? Yeah, and the judge and the courts because they just wanted to get to the eighteenth hole. Right, and there's yeah. a pigeon that they gave plenty of fair warning to. You, know, yeah. you threw a couple like around. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, hey, bro, like, yeah, <laughs> there were some warning shots fired for <laughs> sure. And like, what was this cop doing in Iroquois Park off duty? He was also playing disc golf. That's <laughs> yeah. He was yes. like behind the hole behind us. Oh, God. that's how he saw us. So sorry, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, he was playing disc golf too, <laughs> which made me upset because like. Am I lumped in with, like, Jerry, the police officer that goes around in his stupid cargo shorts and plays disc golf? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You should never play disc golf anymore. Also, in Iroquois Park, a lot of things go there to die. Oh, yeah. So. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of history written on the uh, picnic tables at Iroquois Park. Uh, and you're part of that history now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Killed pigeon here. <laughs> 2007. Oh, uh, that's the worst thing ever. Yeah. I can't believe you never heard that story. Uh, that that makes I'm, I'm that weird shocked. No, the airport one was like the very first big one that I, I was uh, told. Yeah. yeah. And then I've I've lived with you through some of the more, more recent ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's weird. I can't believe. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, there it is. There's the story. What do you th- what'd you think of it? I love it. I'm I'm mad, but I love it. Yeah, that's a good I want to find Officer Dan and yeah, help him be a better cop. Yeah, I'd like to pull up that uh, report and yes. find his name. That would be just, awesome. Just follow up with him just, ten years later. Yes. Also, read the judge's like, notes. Hey, are you still a jerk? <laughs> <laughs>